Hello and welcome to episode number two of the Drop Goal podcast. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be speaking about the postponement of Super League and we'll also be having a look and answering some of your questions in as much detail as possible. So, without wasting any more time, just sit back, relax, grab the popcorn and enjoy. Okay then, let's get started. A warm welcome back to everyone who's tuning in. Uh, first of all, let's just review the last couple of fixtures that were played most recently. So, we have Catalans at 30, Salford 14, Wigan 30, Hull KR 16, Hull FC 4, Wire 30, Salford 18, Wigan 14, and finally, Catalford Tigers 24, uh, no, 28, sorry, uh, 14 to Saints. A few shocker results there, but... Uh, other than that, I think uh, they were um, definitely well earned by the team on the night. Now, let's move on to the main event. We're speaking about COVID-19. In the ninth, today, and uh, Gavin Williamson is making a, a, a statement now in the, in the House of Commons that after schools shut their gates from Friday afternoon, they will remain closed for most pupils, for the vast majority of pupils, until further notice. Well, special thanks to The Guardian for that um, source. All rights go to them. So, you know, let's begin. What a week it has been for coronavirus. It has ripped through the Western countries, with Italy going on lockdown and other countries following the same steps. But it has a shocking turn for Super League and Rugby League as a whole. Super League has been postponed until at least the 3rd of April, but what will the effect of COVID-19 really have on our sport in the long run? Well, here's a list of things I could see happening in the future. Well then, the first thing I could see happening is, of course, players not being paid. Now, we may see this in lower leagues such as the Championship. Uh, It might be rare in the Super League, but... I, I do think it could happen. I mean, we've already seen a number of players, uh, you know, get online and speak about this issue. So if you like more information on that, then, you know, just go to your favourite rugby player's Instagram or whatever. But, you know, if there's no fans, no, no games, no money for clubs, which means no money for players. So it could be a big issue, especially for those on large contracts. You know, like those ones that are 250 grand a year or whatever or just everyone as a whole really so that could be the first thing i see happening the second is a further postponement of rugby league now this might not be a big issue as it is for health and safety but if rugby league goes on and gets postponed again it could be bad you know it's it's only just begun and now it's been postponed until the 3rd of april if my sources are correct and if it does get a further postponement and coronavirus carries on getting worse, then we really could see a scrap of the 2020 season, which is a shame because, you know, it's only just begun. But Boris Johnson said, you know, schools might not even open until September. So if schools don't open until September, I don't see, you know, especially not fans in the games, you know, happening for a long time if it does go through. Obviously, things could change in the future, but at the moment, we've just got to 
take I'd say take things lightly with sports you know if they say April 3rd it'll be back on in a number of weeks you know even if it is with no fans you know the the money the clubs will still get the money from people tuning in as they'll have more people watching the televised games as they're not at the matches so there are a few things I could see happening obviously a few more things could happen um but that's all at the moment uh you know, coronavirus could get worse and the sport could entirely crash. I mean, we've had rumours going around that uh, in the next couple of months, if NRL doesn't carry on playing, that uh, the whole sport could crumble, which, you know, I don't really believe. But if sources are saying that, then, you know, what can you really say? Unless it's from the sun, then you can't really believe them, no offence. But, uh, you know, if the NRL crumbles, it'll be a big shame. So I think that is why they're trying to, you know, house all the players together and play the matches in a small town behind closed doors. I have seen the small town in Queensland, Australia. That's where they might play the NRL games. But uh, as speaking about Super League and the Championship, uh, we're not too sure how it could go. Um, obviously, we'll keep everyone updated on our Instagram uh, at the Drop Goal Podcast. Um, Come along, drop a follow, like our posts, send us a few DMs, you know, you could be on the podcast soon, but we'll keep you updated, obviously, podcast, um, planning to do every Thursday now, so uh, that'll be good, we'll keep you updated, but, you know, Super League could have a nasty turn here, especially the Championship, you know, a lot of those teams are, you know, part-time teams, um, so if coronavirus does hit bad, then they're definitely not going to have any money to play it, pay their players. Uh, so that could take a nasty turn. But for now, we've just got to take it lightly, you know. Agree with that the RFL are saying, you know, trust them. Let's just hope the government get this virus under control. And um, hopefully on the 3rd of April, we see rugby back on. Right, we're going to move on now. So now we're going to be speaking about your questions we'll be answering them in as much detail as possible so stay tuned for that okay let's start the questions and the answers thank you to everyone who dropped their questions into the instagram at the drop goal podcast uh those lots of questions but we could only choose the best one uh we chose two for today's episode um if your question didn't get featured i'm very sorry they either weren't good enough or will get featured in a later episode um so let's get started so at rugby league underscore underscore fans on instagram said can you speak about the cup and what covid19 will do to the game now i've already spoke a little bit about this so um you know if you're here and you've not listened to the rest of the podcast then what are you doing um but basically you know players might not get paid uh it'll be postponed for a lot longer i think uh super league could crash who knows but uh let's go on to the cup uh, i'll just get the fixtures up and i'll be right back Okay then, so we'll start from Wednesday the 11th of March. So of course we had the Huddersfield versus Toronto game. Now this was a very shocking game as um, Toronto managed to get their first win of uh, this year. Um, so the final score was Huddersfield nil, Toronto 18. Uh, moving on we had a Whitehaven RLFC versus Dewsbury Rams. Uh, Dewsbury won 22-16. 
Friday the 13th of March, Featherston 46, Hunslet 6. What a result for the Rovers. Uh, we had Wakefield 17, Bradford Bulls 14. Very close game there. Uh, would have expected Wakefield to do better against the championship mid-table team, table team, table team. But, uh, you know, Wakefield are just as bad. So, that was a good game. Um, Sunday the 15th of March, the most recent. Uh, we had York 70, Rochdale Hornets 12. Big result there for York City Knights. My dark horses of the championship. If you didn't listen to episode one, Getting Started, it is on our YouTube channel. Uh, so go watch that uh, to see my opinion on the championship. Um, Witness 32, Swinton Lions 16. Now Swinton, you know, they're going to drop a bit this year considering Matty Ashton's gone. And that was their star player. Uh, but, you know, good result for Witness. Uh, then we've got Newcastle 38, Dewsbury 30. Hull KR 22, Lee Centurions 19. Big result there. For Hull KR, only just beating Lee. Sheffield 34 and Workington Town 30, uh, 18. My bad. So good result for Sheffield. Now let's move on to the draws. Uh, obviously, these games are all scheduled on BBC Sports to be played on the 4th of April. Whether they will get played is a different story. So we've got Leeds Runners versus Hull KR, Newcastle versus Toronto. Salford versus St Helens, Sheffield versus Hull FC, Wakefield versus Featherstone, Woodness versus Catalans, uh, York versus Castleford, which be an interesting game. Um, then we've got Wigan versus Warrington, which many people are not happy about, as it always bloody happens. But uh, yeah, we'll see what's to come with that. Uh, my opinion on who will win the Challenge Cup final this year. You know, at the moment, I'm going to say Warrington, just because they're my team. But, you know, any team can win it. Like, you've got, I think, the dark horses of that competition. You've got to say Catford, Hull FC and Wigan. I know they're all big teams, but uh, they don't really have much success in the uh, Challenge Cup in the last few years, apart from Hull FC. But, yeah, you know, if you had to ask me at this moment in time, I would say... Uh, Warrington retain it again, but you know, there's always those contenders like St. Helens, um, Dark Horses, like I said before, but uh, I really can't predict it at the moment. So, uh, thank you for your question. Um, if you'd like to follow him on Instagram, his at is at rugby league underscore underscore fans on Instagram. Thank you very much for your question, much appreciated. Okay. Moving on to the second question. Uh, this question was from our friends from at Hull FC fan page underscore on Instagram. Now, they will be joining joining us soon for an episode on the podcast, hopefully. No official date yet, though, so stay tuned. Uh, but their question was, can you speak about the Hull versus Warrington game and Radders getting sacked live on TV? Good question. A lot of people already spoke about it, but uh, here's my story. So, you know, uh, like I said last episode, both coaches were under a bit of pressure, so everyone knew it was going to be a bit of a good game. Um, but uh, now everyone knows, you know, Lee Radford got the sack 
live on TV. Everyone knows a winning coach never gets sacked. So obviously, Hull FC lost. Now you heard the score earlier on in the podcast. Uh, if you cannot remember it, it was Hull FC 4, Warrington. Hmm, let me see. I would say, if I can remember, 38. Correct me if I'm wrong. Um, so yeah, like I said, coming into the game, both coaches were under pressure. Um, Warrington got back to winning ways against Casford uh, with that drop goal. Hulse also did the same against Wakefield. So, you know, both teams were on uh, level playing grounds. But uh, at the end of the day, Warrington ran riot against Hulse with Blake Austin scoring a couple tries, Gareth Widdop scoring a few, Ben Maddock Masilla. You know, everyone had a go on the score sheet. Now, we did see. Anthony Gelling back from uh, you know what he's uh, available for selection so obviously he played he also did get his first try in Warrington Colours and uh, you know the iconic out of the cuffs celebration he brought out Uh, so yeah that was good Uh, I know everyone um, picked on me last time saying Gelling but uh, you know I know a few people that say Gelling so I just said both uh, just to be sure but uh, you guys prefer Gelling, so that's what it'll be. Okay, so now on to the real talking point of this question. What do I think about Lee Radford being sacked live on TV? Well, you know, there's a few things that I think. It's quite unprofessional, but with the performance, he's just, it wasn't consistent enough. Now, there was rumours going around that he had butted someone, but uh, that was already confirmed to be false. So, if you believe that, then, uh, you know, believe it. But uh, it's not true. Um, But, yeah, I just think it was a bit unprofessional. Obviously, um, we'll just speak a bit back. Obviously, in my last episode, I did mention how both teams um, were under some pressure, the coaches and players, as they were not performing for the amount of money they had spent. But, you know, that's the usual for Hull FC and Warrington, which is uh, sad to hear. Um, so, yeah. Um, obviously, Lee Radford was under a bit of pressure. The same with Steve Price. But, uh, as everyone knows, a winning coach never gets sacked. So, therefore, Hull FC obviously lost. Now, on the night, Warrington were just simply the better team. They were not the best team, but they were the better team at that time. Um, you know, I think it was 38-4 to Warrington, I did say earlier on, so correct me if I'm wrong, but, um, yeah, pretty much Warrington were going to Hull, uh, oh my god, Warrington were going to nil Hull, but then in the last couple of minutes they managed to pull one back just to not be put fully to bed, um, but yeah, so obviously, uh, with that awful performance, uh, Lee Radford had to go for Hull, um, and we had their chairman go out and say a few words on Sky as to why he wasn't being interviewed. Now, there has been some talk around this already, as everyone has already spoke about it. But obviously, that is my opinion. Uh, I do believe it, if he was given some time, like, you know, beforehand, like, before the match, he was like, right, listen, Lee, if you lose this, you're sacked. No one knows if that's the case or not yet, but... Uh, the way it was, it didn't seem to be like that. It just kind of came out straight after, just because they lost, which obviously, like I've said, is very unprofessional. 
which is something we shouldn't be having in any sports, in my opinion. But um, there's not really anyone to, you know, cover his place now. There's no other people to fill in. Um, I saw on some whole... Uh, actually, it was the person who asked this question at Hull FC fan page underscore. He asked who would be the next Hull manager. Uh, Hull fans were saying Sean Wayne, which is very unlikely. Some were even going as far as to say Lee Brez. But uh, no one's really sure at the moment. Uh, it would be the same if Steve Price lost. You know, if Warrington's team lost, then he would have gone most likely. Would it have been live like that? No one knows, but uh, there's no one to fill in the place at the moment, so Hull are really going to be struggling over the next few weeks when rugby finally returns. But um, I hope that answered your question. Um, you know, I don't know too much about it, obviously, because obviously something went on behind behind closed doors. You know, there, was there must have been a talk like, if you lose this, you're gone. If you win, you've got to win a certain amount of games before you're then gone. Uh, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, that was my opinion. Um, hope it answers your question. Uh, much appreciated. Again, his at on Instagram is at fanpage underscore. So go drop in a follow if you like. Um, thank you for your question. Okay, so um, that's the end of the Q&A. Um, thank you for all your questions. Everyone who submitted, much appreciated. It's also the end of the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed episode two. Um, you know, drop a comment on YouTube of what you think I can improve, what you like me to speak about next time, you know, all of that other stuff. Obviously, rugby is now off. So if I do not upload again next Thursday or anytime next week, um, every, obviously, you all know the reason. Obviously, I might speak, you know, just um, have a few chats with some players, uh, a few friends of mine. Uh, but, you know, probably nothing to uh, rugby related at the moment. Now, uh, obviously, um, like you heard before, schools are now closed, which means I am off for however long. But that does not mean podcasts will come more frequently, as I will have to work at home. Now that everyone is at home, it'll be like, you know, I'll struggle to you record as much as i've got work to do at home uh find the time and that but um i'll try and keep you all updated on instagram just want to say a special thanks to at fanpage underscore and at rugby league underscore underscore fans on instagram for your questions and everyone else who submitted it the growth recently on our instagram and youtube has been insane i just want to thank you all for that um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, there's hopefully more to come, like I said. If you haven't watched episode one now, Getting Started, it is live on our YouTube, except it's not live, it's just posted. But uh, if you'd like to watch that before you watch this, I would recommend it. You know, that's that's all I've got to say. Um, I hope you all stay healthy, you know. Have a good one. All I've got to say now is howdy, partners. Here comes the food. Here comes the food. Here comes the Congratulations if you got to this part of the video. Before you leave, I would just like to say a big thank you for watching the episodes. It means a lot. Um, before you leave, please could you drop a like, comment and subscribe and also follow our Instagram at the Drop Gold Podcast. That's all from me. I hope you all have a good day. And again, thank you for 
literally staying to the end of this video because I know most people would have clicked off by now. So thank you. See you next time, guys. I hope you have a good one.